Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You are tuned into Marcus Sahaba Online. It's a somber day here at Marcus Sahaba. It's a somber Wednesday here at Marcus Sahaba. I'm your host Yusuf Ali and you are listening to the Current Affairs Program. SubhanAllah, dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba Online. It is the 5th of April 2023, coinciding with the 13th of Ramadan 1444. Dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba Online. You know, it's quite a somber day here at the studios and uh, there's been a lot of uh, anticipation regarding the happenings at Al-Aqsa. We've seen with this new, uh, can I say, idiotic leadership, this far-right, Zionist, racist leadership, uh, leaving these extreme right-wingers in uh, Palestine to or, or rather letting them feel a bit more empowered to do what they want encouraging to do what they want but it was uh, an, an uneasy night it was an uncomfortable night for our worshippers at Al-Aqsa Mosque Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi roji'un and uh, I, I feel I feel sad that the world is so silent I feel sad that the world is so silent where's the Jisui Al-Aqsa, where's the I stand with Al-Aqsa? All of a sudden, where's all our humanitarians, dear listeners of Marcus Hub Online? Where's everybody? Very sad indeed. But uh, nonetheless, we will stay resolute. And uh, inshallah, we continue for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Birruh Bidam Nafdika Ya Aqsa. And subhanallah, you know. This is a month of Ramadan and we have something that uh, the Israelis, we have something that no non-Muslim has. And we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, dear listeners of Marqas Sahaba. Nonetheless, we will stay resolute. Nonetheless, inshallah, we're going to be talking about it. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's all over social media and I think we need to make more of a noise about it. With us uh, online is our Al-Aqsa correspondent of sorts. And it is Hafez Ibrahim Musa uh, has a fixed segment on a Friday, but I think uh, it's very important for us to speak today. Uh, Mawlana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Yusuf. How are you doing today, Mawlana? Alhamdulillah, Yusuf. It's, uh, it's obviously a very difficult day, uh, as you've described. Uh, and uh, we just uh, obviously just take solace it. This is happening in the month of Ramadan, and we know that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's plan is, uh, is is something that sometimes we cannot fathom completely. Yes, uh, well, uh, it definitely is a somber day, and uh, you know, uh, if I if if I can say the build up towards last night, and uh, you know, with this uh, Jewish uh, celebrations coming up and. Uh, you know, the Jews feeling now, the Zionists feeling more emboldened uh, to do what they want, to take advantage, especially with this uh, far-right leadership. 
Uh, we sort of expected it. We were hopeful that it wouldn't be, happen. Uh, we saluted those Palestinians who said they will barricade themselves inside Al-Aqsa Mosque. But uh, it didn't make it any easier uh, on what happened last night. Yeah, I, I think this, this was expected. Um, uh, it's been building up uh, for quite a while. And, uh, you know, the incendiary rhetoric that was coming out from the Israelis obviously did not make anything bet- better. And uh, as a result of that, the uh, Mussolis, uh, you know, took the cue and they went forward. And we know they, they, they act is truly revolutionary for them to have gone to Masjid al-Aqsa at this point in time. Uh, the, the kind of difficulties that they've been facing from all sides. Uh, you know, you've got in the space of the past month uh, more than 60 Palestinians who've not who've been banned from coming to Masjid al-Aqsa. This is something that happens all the time. But uh, it's just been escalated. And just since the beginning of April, uh, those numbers have just skyrocketed the amount of people that Israel is trying to keep away uh, from Masjid al-Aqsa. So that's one barrier. Uh, you have the confiscation of identity documents at the gates of Masjid al-Aqsa. So the Israelis, even if they allow you in, they know exactly who went in. Uh, so, uh, you know, they could always build up uh, a case a case against you. You've got uh, Israeli surveillance, surveillance drones taking photos uh, in the air above Masjid al-Aqsa. You've got those who were sitting in Etikaf in the previous days, uh, you know, they received threatening or intimidating phone calls from the Israeli Mukhabarat, the Israeli intelligence, uh, and also, you know, threatening text messages to complicate things that we've spoken about before. Uh, in the previous uh, uh, days, the Okaf uh, were you know, not supportive whatsoever of this Etikaf uh, in Masjid al-Aqsa. And, uh, you know, they, they themselves uh, had said that Etikaf is solely for the last 10 days and only uh, on Thursday nights and Friday nights. Uh, very, uh, very conveniently, uh, you know, speaking a language that was quite similar to, 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 the, uh, to the Israelis. And there were some uh, Okaf employees who were for a while uh, doing the uh, dirty work of the Israelis and trying to evict uh, the, the Mossadis from the masjid. So with all those difficulties piled up against them, they still uh, you know, heeded the call. And they really uh, read the, the situation correctly, that uh, you know, if they were not going to make a decisive stand last night, uh, they... They would, uh, you know, you would be leaving the masjid completely empty uh, for for the Israelis. And uh, we we did see this morning that the settlers did come in, but believe uh, we have to strongly believe that uh, it was it was a deterrent, and it could have been much 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 worse uh, if if they did not uh, sit there. Uh, we we've got already uh, a person like Ben Gvir who himself in the past was at the forefront of this effort to try and smuggle uh, sacrificial animals into Masjid al-Aqsa. Uh, he, uh, if, if one, one would noticeably see him say that 
although uh, he says you know Jews should come to Masjid Al-Aqsa, uh, that uh, that's that's nothing surprising from his mouth. But he, uh, at the same time, in the in in, in interviews with Israeli media, says told, told his people uh, to cool down and to not. Uh, he said this publicly. Again, uh, these are just words. But if we uh, were to read anything into it, uh, he possibly. Uh, it could be construed as him backtracking, and he said, "Do not bring bring your sacrificial animals to Masjid Al-Aqsa." So uh, this shows that uh, the, 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 those people who did what they did last night in barricading themselves in Masjid Al-Aqsa, engaging themselves in Ibadah, they did the correct thing, and uh, without uh, having having to, you know, pick up a single stone. Or, or any any kind of resistance actions against the Israelis, they were perceived to be a threat. And when the Israelis react in the way that they did react last night, it really shows that this is the kind of activism and this is the kind of resistance that they fear. And uh, that that's what brought out this utter vengeance, this ugly vengeance, uh, on on those uh, that were performing etikaf in Masjid Al-Aqsa, I think if if anything, uh, we at this moment in time need to be taking our heads off completely. Uh, metaphorically speaking, we need to really think these lions of the Ummah, these uh, these stalwarts of the Ummah, who've really defended Masjid Al-Aqsa on behalf of the entire Ummah uh, last night. And, you know, there's uh, the footage coming through of how these particular um, people were, you know, taken in bus loads. Uh, First they were, you know, uh, taken off the premises of Masjid Al-Aqsa and then uh, taken in bus loads to a detention center. There were uh, footage of the families these particular um, detainees uh, waiting outside, eagerly awaiting their sons. Uh, then there's uh, images thereafter of uh, you know the different injuries, broken hands, broken legs. Uh, you know the, uh, the the evidence of whooping on on the arms, on the legs, on or bandages on on the head. Uh, some of them were not given any medical treatment, and now that some of them have been released. You know the medics are attaching uh, attaching troops to them, etc. So from this uh, Ummah that's two billion strong, these 400 men and women were those who were the stalwarts and who uh, who defended Masjid Al-Aqsa. And and this is real heroism to celebrate uh, the, the, the 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 cause of of Islam. As we know, it's 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 not always going to be, um, you know, a, a glorious victory in terms of the worldly sense. Sometimes people would lose their lives. Sometimes people would lose their limbs. Allah protect everybody. But if it goes that way, uh, it is still victory for the believers, and therefore we should celebrate uh, their the, the raising of their status, and we should really uphold them and uh, appreciate what they've done for Masjid Al-Aqsa, obviously having said all of that, uh, it is very painful to see those scenes that have occurred uh, and, you know, happening under the cover of darkness and 
as everybody has seen happening, uh, you know, when, when you might not be able to see uh, what, what is going on and the confusion and the shrieks and the cries and then uh, waking up in the morning to see the uh, true extent of even the structural damage that has been caused to Masjid Aqsa is not something that uh, is, is, is palatable or, or, or at all uh, easy to see. Uh, but uh, the, the battle goes on and uh, Masjid Al-Aqsa has stood up once again to, to turn the tail and, and importantly though, uh, one needs to acknowledge or one needs to be aware that this was not going to be the uh, main night for the Israeli incursions because uh, the major the major incursions are expected actually from tomorrow and the uh, the announcement has gone out uh, the Israelis uh, settler movement that trying to rally supporters uh, to you know bring the sacrificial animals close to Masjid Al-Aqsa whoever tra- brings it into Masjid Al-Aqsa they they're offering them huge uh, financial rewards and if all else fails their contingency is, is that they want to plan a major rally outside Masjid Al-Aqsa if, they, if they're not allowed in so those uh, they, they've set the time for 10.30pm tonight uh, and that shows that uh, tonight is going to be yet another critical night uh, the Israelis may, may have removed 400 people uh, but there's still thousands of Palestinians and with every attack and every strike against the one Palestinian, uh, so many more are, are, you know, are, are raised up who, who, who heed the call. So uh, we still have to keep a very eager eye on Masjid Al-Aqsa tonight, as well as pray, 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 pray urgently and pray fervently. Uh, was it a result of our lack of dua last night that we saw the fortunes of the, the believers go this way uh, last night. Uh, let's escalate to ensure that they come victorious and we see great gains for the believers and great humiliation for the enemies of Masjid al-Aqsa tonight. Well, uh, definitely, uh, Hafiz Abin, uh, let's talk about uh, responses. Well, obviously, uh, there has been uh, responses uh, from Hamas. And does it look like there will be any military response or military escalation? How far can this potentially go? Uh, obviously, the, the Israelis for a long time uh, are paying for some sort of uh, uh, so, some sort of conflict. And, and if they were able to uh, you know, they, 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 they would have a kind of keenness, especially probably from Netanyahu's side, uh, more than Ben Gavir. Netanyahu would want to take this away from uh, Al-Aqsa uh, because the, the more things bubble over at Al-Aqsa, uh, you know, the more precarious uh, the, the security situation would become for, for Israelis and it would bring tremendous international pressure, bring uh, you know, an avalanche of uh, of popular uh, support in, uh, for, for the Palestinian cause from across the Muslim world. So he'd like to shift it perhaps to a place like Gaza, and the Israelis are ever ready uh, to embark uh, on 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 an assault 
on the Gaza Strip, and that's why the uh, you know the, the resistance uh, in the Gaza Strip would respond, but would also be uh, wary of uh, being drawn into a battle on Israeli terms uh, and not on their own terms. They're obviously uh, ever ready to defend the Palestinian cause and uh, you know uh, check the, the, the aggression of the aggressors, uh, but. They, they would not want this to happen on, on the Israeli terms. So uh, I, I'm not sure, uh, and this is uh, is always a, a you know a, a, dicey, a dicey kind of projection to make, but it, it doesn't look the most likely if the uh, resistance in the Gaza Strip are going to be cautious and going to be wary of Israeli plans that they'd be drawn into a full-blown conflict. Uh, uh, obviously, as I said, Netanyahu would want that because uh, there's so many uh, internal reasons that he'd, he'd want to diffuse this and you know, once again project himself as uh, you know the macho leader uh, of of the state of Israel and you know bury all the internal wranglings and the internal uh, dissatisfaction that has been raised against him. But what what is uh, you, you know it all depends on how serious the situation at Masjid al-Aqsa escalates. Uh, and, you know, if, if that, Allah forbid, reaches a kind of fever pitch, then anything is possible. But what is more likely, um, again, looking at recent trends, I would say, uh, is, uh, you know, something really major boiling over in, in the West Bank. Uh, the, the resistance there is, you know, now the ascendant force uh, in, in all of Palestine, areas like Janine, areas like Nablus, areas like Jericho uh, are waiting, waiting to erupt. Uh, and, and there's also the, the additional possibility that you know, we always look at uh, the more traditional pray, prayers, whether it's Hamas, whether it's Islamic Jihad, whether it's these different brigades. But there are so many individual Palestinians that are irked by such developments and in, in the past. Uh, so many of them, without any formal allegiance to any group, have taken matters into their own hands uh, and have uh, then, you know, penetrated uh, into Israeli society with, with particular attacks. The climate that the Israelis have produced and their wantonness to, uh, to, to, to spark this in Ramadan and their wanton, uh, the brazen nature of their crimes makes anything possible at this stage. Well, uh, it's definitely quite disturbing times and, uh, you know, our hearts go out for our Palestinian uh, Mujahideen is, uh, if we can uh, grace them with this title, because they are certainly half as up and I was thinking about this, picking up that fight. And we're supposed to, we're supposed to, uh, as Muslims, not just leave it to the Palestinians and then not just comment on how the Palestinians should do this and what they should do, but uh, whatever it is they are doing, they are doing it. So uh, our dua certainly are with them. We have the power of dua. We have that ability to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala has granted us iman. Allah ta'ala has given us that ability to pick up our hands. But uh, Mulana looking towards tonight. 
and like you said, it's going to be. It's not. It's not. It's not going to be a pretty night. As much as we'd like for it to uh, subside, it's going to be. Uh, hopefully, inshallah, it isn't. But it looks like it's going to be worse. What's the preparations? Are there are there any word of preparations from the Israeli side? Are there any word of preparations from the Palestinian sides for tonight? Uh, no, obviously the the Palestinians would be coy. Uh, it would be you know kind of circumspect about what 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 they say or the, or, the, or they do, uh, and everything is so so ever heavily monitored. Uh, but we could see uh, from from what happened uh, you know over the past few nights that the, uh, the, the the Palestinians are not going to wait. The popular will of the Palestinians is not going to wait. Um, for 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 anything to you know to to happen before they react, uh, and therefore people were were ready to uh, barricade themselves in Masjid Al-Aqsa. Obviously, from the Israeli side, they're going to try and act, uh, you know, very fast. This, this is, is is a game of speed, uh, you know. So before people can barricade uh, themselves, they would uh, already be trying to evict people. Uh, from from Masjid Al-Aqsa, uh, so it, it's it's really uh, uh, you know each side watching what what are the uh, the, the the tactics of the other uh, and responding accordingly accordingly to that. But I, 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 as much as uh, the uh, you know the the, the Israelis uh, you know have seemed to have. Uh, you know, always tried to thwart the itikaf in recent days. I, I don't think it's a thing to be concerned about. In that, obviously, they are uh, the, the predominant military power at this time, and would be able to uh, come in with, with force to try and uh, quell any activity or any resistance activity. Uh, but I think the, the, the greatest reassurance we can take is that. Masjid al-Aqsa will never be alone, and uh, especially from the side of the Palestinians, these are people. If a call comes out, you know, in the middle of the sleep, and people are still in their uh, night clothes and pajamas, they would run to the defense of Masjid al-Aqsa. We had, you know, the, uh, the, the when the word of the spreads late at night, uh, you know, different Palestinian towns across Jerusalem rising up. Uh, you know, to to uh, create mayhem for the Israelis and the minarets of these different towns at, at odd hours, uh, asking out, calling out for help uh, for for Masjid Al-Aqsa. So all eyes on Masjid Al-Aqsa. Nothing is going to be able to uh, to occur there without uh, the, the Palestinians being uh, ever vigilant about it. And even if, for argument's sake, uh, the Palestinians are locked out. The Israelis empty the compound. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw the, the mass mobilizations that occurred on on the occasion of the flag march previously in 2021, and the mass mobilizations that occurred when the Israelis put the metal detectors in 2017 outside Masjid Al-Aqsa. So uh, even if it comes to these heavy-handed or deceitful tactics, all eyes will be on Masjid Al-Aqsa and no crimes uh, or attempted crimes will go unchecked. And if the settlers want to uh, really, uh, you know, push the ticket for their animal slaughter or push the ticket for surrounding Masjid al-Aqsa in these critical days of Ramadan, rest assured 
that Ramadan is a month of victory. Ramadan is the month where uh, not only the battle of Badr was won, but the conquest of Makkah was achieved, and so, so many other uh, glorious chapters in Muslim history were written in this month of Ramadan, and they would be doing themselves uh, a great disservice and doing the Ummah a great service if they continue with a stubborn, stubborn path, because victory is certain sooner, sooner or later. Ameen, 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 inshallah. We're looking forward to that. That time is coming, uh, dear Hafiz Ibrahim Musa. Uh, before I let you go, uh, a simple question. What do we do here at home as South Africans? Our hearts are bleeding. We are following uh, intensely what is happening in Al-Aqsa Mosque. What do we do? How can we be proactive? How can we make a mark uh, in, in, in this, uh, during these times? I think the the greatest uh, thing we could do at this particular point in time is the point that I made at the, at the beginning, uh, which is that these are people who are doing what we ought to be doing. These are the uh, you know the, the mujahideen and the defenders of Masjid al-Aqsa, but uh, it's not a special responsibility on them only. It is. Uh, a responsibility on our shoulders to defend and to do what they did just as much as, as they did what, what, what they did. We, we just separated by different times and different geographical locations and different uh, circumstances. And therefore, everything that could be done to, to assist them, uh, obviously the, the pathways are not so clear and uh, with blurred how to do that and uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of difficult uh, sometimes. But uh, if 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 uh, there's financial ways of assisting them to do that, uh, if uh, there's ways to uh, you know sing their praises online to do that as well, uh, if we cannot be there, be there with our hearts, be present in Masjid Al-Aqsa with those. Moktafikin who are sacrificing life and limb for Masjid Al-Aqsa and really uh, this is the moment to intensify Dua uh, I've been uh, you know through our series with the Palestine Information Network uh, since the beginning of Ramadan just emphasizing how Dua has been an integral part of the strategy of the all, all the, the, the those who bought big victory, even militarily to the Ummah, they never neglected uh, Dua. So uh, Dua is not in isolation. It, it occurs with the effort, but we also uh, have to look at our own uh, to do what is within our capacity. And uh, we always uh, say uh, at least make Dua. And that, 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 that I think is a, a mistaken uh, choice of words because we, it, it's almost saying that it trivializes uh, the effect of dua. And even as much as we say, even at least make dua, how often do we actually make uh, those very, very concerted dua? So it's really uh, a do or die now. Uh, consider the fortunes of the ummah to be tied up to your dua. Consider whether this ummah uh, is going to, uh, maybe this is, might be a bit alarmist, but consider whether Masjid al-Aqsa is going to be lost or it's going to be won depends on your dua. That's, that's, that's basically the kind of mindset uh, that we need to look, look at. Uh, and, and then, you know, make that intention 
to to go to Masjid al-Aqsa. Uh, make that intention that, you know, it won't be once off to us for Masjid al-Aqsa now, but you'd incorporate it as a matter of habit in your uh, every in your every salah. Then, uh, so so those, those are the you, you know, you know the, the something one can do immediately. But uh, in terms of the bigger battle, uh, make an intention to learn something new about Masjid Al-Aqsa daily, uh, and to also then share and follow the news uh, of Masjid Al-Aqsa daily. And uh, when using social media, uh, obviously uh, share the correct narrative, share the correct information, use the correct choice of words. Uh, and do it with the intention of defending Masjid al-Aqsa in that way. Uh, what it, it won't just be empty viral posts, uh, but it would be uh, an act of ibadah, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will, uh, will 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 consider our intentions in that regard as a means also for defending Masjid al-Aqsa. Inshallah, Inshallah, Inshallah. Difficult times, and uh, like I said, uh, we certainly have. That uh, secret weapon of dua, dear listeners of uh, Marcus Sahaba online. But uh, right now, inshallah, we're going to have to leave it at that. We say Jazakallah khair to you, the listener of Marcus Sahaba, uh, for uh, tuning into the segment. And uh, we say Jazakallah khair to Ahafas Ibrahim Musa, a stalwart, a stalwart, and a mujahid in his own right. When it comes uh, to the fight in Al Aqsa, Ahafas, we say Jazakallah khair to you for making time for us. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are.